Now, we spoke about this new plastics recycling facility around Mossvale some time ago now, and I know that many residents had been eagerly awaiting the environmental impact statement from the company behind uh, this plastics recycling facility. Uh, it is a Chinese company that is planning on setting up a plant responsible that would be responsible for about uh, 40% of the plastic uh, that is now sent in for recycling in Australia. Uh, but residents are unhappy with the ongoing public consultation process. Uh, the EIS for the recycling facility has been uh, is being put on public exhibition. Uh, Winter Caribbean Council candidate, he's putting his hand up for the elections, whenever they might be, and local resident Sam Jones has spoken to our reporter Fatima Alumi, and she first asked him to explain uh, what is the environmental impact statement and what will it mean for the proposed plans. My understanding is with all major developments in New South Wales, possibly Australia. Um, the EIS, Environmental Impact Statement, is the element of a project where you're basically ticking boxes to say that we've taken into consideration the impact it'll have on the environment, whether it's water, air, et cetera, et cetera, and the impact that the actual development will have on the community and those who live immediately around the project, and then the town and the, and the greater district, so in this case, the Southern Highlands. So it's, it's sort of a make or break kind of document for, for the people who are proposing this recycling centre. And so we've been waiting for it to come out so that we're able to look at what they are actually proposing. Because up until this point, it's been speculated by or it's been presented as a PowerPoint, but not as an actual official government document that they need to have ticked off before they can take the next step. Right. And you've looked at the what's open for... Um public exhibition, what do you think of the changes that they've made? In terms of what's actually changed, not a lot. It's just movement. It's like moving, you know, the deck chairs around on the Titanic from our point of view. Um, they talk about the number of vehicle movements in and out of the Highlands. It was originally 200. That's 200 in, 200 out every day. They're saying there'll be less trucks, but we've found out that the trucks just are bigger. So, you know, it's, it's that kind of sort of manipulation of, um, of, the, of the details that were in the original proposal uh, when it was presented to the community. And, um, and, and so it's those kinds of things. Now, they're running a, um, a community consultation process again next week, and that has its own set of problems. As a community, uh, we are trying to be proactive, uh, but we feel like we're being given a bit of a bum steer by a company that really has run roughshod over so much of process and just being respectful to the community itself. So let's backtrack just a little bit. Um, what are some of the community concerns about the plant? Okay, so first and foremost, it's the scale of it. Uh, it's seven acres of uh, sheds uh, where the, the, the machinery and equipment will be housed. Um, it's the, it, currently there's cows wandering around on paddocks. Uh, it's in an area that is not designed for this type of uh, proposal. Uh, it's supposed to be light industry, and what's being proposed is certainly not light industry. So the first thing. Um, the second thing is just the impact it's going to have on the immediate neighbours who live along Beaconsfield and Bulloa Road. Um, that they basically look out into sort of pristine paddocks, and that's going to be obviously dramatically changed. Um, I think for a lot of people, they're concerned with the scale of this thing and the volume of waste material arriving in the district every single day of the week um, and, the and, and the equipment 
ultimately is designed to be run 24-7, is that whilst there's all these sort of guarantees from the company about filtration, et cetera, um, nothing's foolproof and we have major concerns about um, the river systems that's nearby onto the Windsor Caribbee, uh, air pollution, things like that. So um, they're the, they're sort of the main concerns that we have. So where do you think the plant should be moved to? What's the solution here? Well, the solution from our understanding would be put it in a place where the pickup and collection points for this recycling is already taking place, which is in heavily industrialised parts of uh, Greater Sydney, um, where the rail corridor is, where there's a road transport system, access to ports uh, and even um, flights if required. Because we understand whilst we're being told it'll be turned into plastic furniture or whatever, there's a good chance it'll be turned into little pellets and shipped overseas. And, you know, again, it's not even a full recycling process. It's just manufactured into something else that then ends up in the ground. So, you know, a full recycling process means that it's continuously being, you know, repurposed for, for other things down the track. So they've had these community consultations. What response have you and the other residents concerned received uh, to some of these worries that you have about uh, the site and suggestions to move it somewhere else, like in Sydney? We've had every reassurance that all our concerns are for nothing, that we're worrying unnecessarily, uh, that we should just trust them on their word, uh, that they've done all the science and that really we are just creating something out of nothing. I think that's really how they probably feel uh, the community consultation has gone so far, whereas that's exactly the reason as to why we're highly suspicious uh, and n- not feeling confident in, in the company and the way in which it's dealing with concerns, genuine concerns from a r- whole range of different people with a range of different ex- um, expertise and experiences uh, in this type of field, um, but also just people who are concerned about, the, you know, just even the truck movements, you know, not far from schools, uh, into the edges of towns, roads that aren't designed for these kinds of things. So all those things have sort of literally been poo-pooed, pushed to one side, as if to say, look, it's all nothing. Yeah. And um, I think the, the next set of community consultations is a perfect example uh, we've been given all these different um, times and dates next week. A maximum of 25 people can attend. We're not in COVID. As of Monday, there's no masks. So I don't know what this company's thinking. And, uh, you know, also it's at Exeter, which is a little town, another 15 minutes to our south, not in Mossvale where it was held last time, which was at the Servicemen's Club, which had a large auditorium that could fit 200 people in it. So it's as if they are backing away from this or if we have a room that's a lot smaller, we can manage that better. That is Sam Jones speaking about the Mossvale Plastics Recycling Facility, speaking to Fatima Alumi.